campus really is an incubation area for the virus. There certainly are risks to the individual. If a university reopens, it needs to realize that it is going to have outbreaks. Northwestern is preparing to bring students back to Evanston for fall quarter. Administrators have released plans to keep the university community safe from requiring students and faculty to wear masks in classrooms to daily symptom monitoring for students, faculty, and staff. Still, there's no guarantee these measures will prevent an outbreak. As students decide whether to return, what do three of Northwestern's Feinberg School of Medicine COVID-19 experts have to say about the safety of returning to campus? Hi everyone, this is Annika Mittu, and welcome back to Brainstorm, a podcast exploring all things science, health, and tech. To understand the risks of bringing students back, we first have to look at the larger environment they'll be entering when they return. Chicago. Though Illinois recently entered phase four of its reopening plan, with Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot warning the city may have to return to phase three if COVID-19 cases keep rising, Feinberg Professor Mercedes Carnathon, Vice Chair of Preventive Medicine, worries the continuous reopening of non-essential businesses may lead to a surge in cases just as students start arriving in Evanston. I'm very fearful that we will see a rise again in our rates around September that may hit levels in the late fall that might lead us most certainly to need to roll back some of the loosening of protections that we had put into place. Carnathon also suspects when the colder weather hits, people will likely move their get-togethers indoors, leading to more cases as people who have the virus may gather in closer proximity. Dr. Jeline Girardin, an assistant professor of preventive medicine at Feinberg who models COVID-19 containment models to help the Illinois Department of Public Health predict disease distribution, also notes the virus may spread more easily in the fall because of the temperature change. Coronaviruses in general, like a lot of other viruses, do better in some temperatures than in others. We expect the virus is intrinsically more transmissible and survives better at those cooler temperatures. Anticipating a rise in cases and transmission this fall, Gerardin says outbreaks will likely be unavoidable on college campuses. The question is then how big of an outbreak are they going to have? That can be controlled by prevention, testing, contact tracing. If you are slipping on any of these categories, then you're acknowledging that that means as a consequence you're going to have a larger outbreak. In the prevention category, the university will require mask wearing in all shared campus spaces, offer socially distant classrooms, and serve grab-and-go dining hall meals. But Gerardin is more concerned about what happens when staff members aren't looking. If I remember correctly from college, I spent a lot of time just hanging out in other people's rooms, just socializing. Hmm. And there's no way for the college to prevent that, probably, unless they're really being very, very strict. And even then, I don't know that that's where they want or can go. The university's expectations for undergraduate residents during COVID-19 state no more than three individuals, including a resident, or a number of people equal to double the room's occupancy can gather in a residential room, whichever is lower. That means if you live in a single occupancy room, you'd only be able to have one other person in the room with you, unlike your peers in higher occupancy rooms who could have a maximum of three people, including themselves, in the room. However, the university website does not state how these rules will be enforced. When asked how concerned she thinks Northwest students should be about returning to campus, Gerardin declined to comment. Under the assumption there will be outbreaks, Gerardin says the next step is testing. 
the university plans to test all students living in residence halls upon arrival, and any students living off campus will need a negative test before participating in in-person classes or activities. Recurring testing will continue for students in residence halls, while students living off campus will be randomly tested. Any student showing symptoms will be tested as well. Dr. Shinquin Wong, a research associate professor of biochemistry and molecular genetics at Feinberg, leads an effort to expand the number of tests processed at Northwestern Medicine Hospitals. He's hopeful continuous testing will make Northwestern safe. When somebody shows symptoms, get them tested right away, quarantine them right away. That's a kind of a realistic measure. It's going to keep campus relatively safe. But testing is imperfect. Wong warns of false negatives when an individual initially tests negative for COVID-19, even though they do have the virus. Researchers at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine studied false negative rates with over 1,000 COVID-19 tests and found that by the time the average patient began showing symptoms, the false negative rate was 38%. And even after eight days of infection, when the tests performed best, one in five patients with the virus tested negative. What could a false negative lead to on a college campus? The false negative basically give you a false sense of security. If a student gets a test and then the test result is negative, then he or she might feel totally fine, go to the surrounding area to expose other people. That kind of false sense of security is going to cause a problem. Wang also worries about students who think that their youth will protect them from suffering the symptoms if they get the virus. Some students may feel they are young, they are not in the vulnerable group, making them overconfident. We know that's not the case, right? A lot of the patients, also young people, they show symptoms, they also suffer, so they are not invincible. Even with the risks of returning to campus, Carnathon wants students to adjust to the new normal. Because this pandemic is not going to go away overnight, we need to test out some strategies and find ways to try to live safely in the presence of the pandemic. It is a bold move and it is a move with many risks to open up a college campus. When you have a college campus, you have people coming in from all over the country. You've got young adults, some of whom may hold varying positions about whether or not they wish to use protective equipment universally or safely. You have people of a range of ages and health status who are interacting on a college campus. Still, she admits there is no guarantee students will be able to avoid the virus. We have a lot of different things in place to try to make it as safe as possible, but there is no no-risk situation. When Gerardin was asked if campus will be safe enough to return, she posed her answer as a question. Do you think that people would have unofficial parties? That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. This episode was reported and produced by me, Anika Mitu. The summer managing editors of The Daily are Sneha Day and James Pollard, and the summer editor-in-chief is Emma Edmond.